What's up? Trent and Jason here from the Thunder Underground podcast, bringing you our Rocklahoma 2019 reaction. That's right. The lineup is out, and uh, we're going to go over it. And I'm sure it's going to uh, be the topic of many a conversation today. That's right. And it's always a big day for people in this area. Yes. Or people around the country that travel to this, just like anytime you see these other festivals announce their lineup. If you go to their social medias, you see people going nuts in a good way, going nuts in a bad way, and it'll be no different today on Rocklahoma's page. Yeah, I mean, and and we are we are more than happy to join in the wall of death mosh pit style conversation that is going to ensue around this lineup. That's right. All right. Well, if you just stumbled upon this on YouTube, like I mentioned up front, we're part of the Thunder Underground podcast. We've got 205 episodes. You can go check out. At soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. We're on iTunes, Google, all that great stuff. Some of these artists that you're going to hear about here in a bit have been on this podcast. Of course. What else do we got to say here before we jump into this? We've Another thing is, we've been to all 12 previous Rocklahomas, and this is the 13th edition. Of course, of course. And so that's why we continue talking about it, because we're from the area. And this is kind of our home base festival, even though we try to get out to other ones when we can. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and, and and before we get started, do we need to go over any kind of sponsors or anything? Let's mention some sponsors because we gotcha. love these guys. Of course we do. DEB Concerts have been our sponsor for a while. They bring in tons of great acts this area. And they're bringing in Saxon. Of course. To Tulsa on February 13th at the Ideal Ballroom, hosted by Eddie Trunk. Saxon has played Rocklahoma before. As has the opener, Down for Five. Yes. And, soon enough, the other opener, Mudflux, will have as well. Of course. So, that's a show not to be missed. That's right. And DEB Concerts is the only place that's going to bring it to you. That's right. They also have the D&B Processing Stage at Rocklahoma. Of course. Which is a huge part of Rocklahoma this year with a lot of acts that we're going to be talking about here in a bit. Okay. So, we'll bring that back around here in just a bit, but... We also have a brand new sponsor on board that we haven't even mentioned on the podcast yet. And, and this is a perfect avenue, perfect forum to do it in. To debut it, yeah. Yeah. Med Med Farm is on board. Okay. They're Broken Air address, but they're off Highway 51 between Broken Air and Coweta. Yep. If you're in the Tulsa area, you'll be familiar with that area. And it's, it's farm with a PH, everybody. That's right. Look them up on Facebook. Give them a follow. They are cannabis with the cause, because unlike right. most dispensaries, they're not just there for full, full profit. 30% of their proceeds are going to help build no-kill animal shelters in with, this area. Yeah, which is amazing. And, you know, um, like I've said in the past, you know, recent past, I just lost a pet, which is a shitty thing. And, you know, we're going to be looking for one in the next six, seven months. And when you told me that it's a they support no kill animal shelters, that just made sense to me. So when I'm ready, I'm gonna hit these guys up and find out exactly who they support, and I'm gonna go to those places, which is what I encourage everyone else to do. Because if there is one thing in this world I love besides my hard rock and heavy metal, it's dogs and cats. Right? They fucking rule. You know they do. So you know it's a great cause. And if you mention us, you'll get 10% off your first order. And they've got a huge selection, so get in That's there right. and check them out. And they've also got a doctor on site every Friday and Saturday. 
I mean, what, and, and their Instagram page is awesome. Hit that up. It's got great descriptions, great pictures. I think it's just at Medform. Okay. At Medform. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Hit that up for sure. Eddie Trunk hosting the Saxon Show in Tulsa. Yes. He's also hosting this show in prior May 24th, 25th, and 26th, Memorial Day weekend, per usual. Yes. This is actually what this will be the 10th, 10th edition that's on Memorial Day weekend. The first three were in July. Yes, they were. The and last they were 10, hot as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so these last quite a many have been nice because it'll be cold at night. You know, and even if it's hot during the day, it's not too horrible because when it was in July, it was like 100 degrees yeah, at 2 was, in the morning. Yeah. It was torture. Yeah. There was no escaping it. <laughs> That's right. First thing first, instant reaction when you just like first looked at the lineup and saw it. You're asking me? Yeah. What okay. did you think? Um, instant as a reaction whole. as in... Not anyone specific, just like you're like, fuck yeah, this is great. Or just like, yeah, this is pretty normal or this sucks whatever you know i thought actually i had two thought two two thoughts just right off the top of my head was one for me is in what i'm into and what i've kind of checked out in the last year or two this has got more bands that kind of raise my eyebrow for me i mean okay. you know you might be different this guy might be different that guy might be different right whatever but i mean there's some there's some really cool things on here cuz sometimes as you go down Sometimes you might not be jazzed by the headliners, or you might not be jazzed by the smaller bands. But, you know, sometimes as you go down, it kind of like, well, I don't know where we're going here. But, I mean, it was just consistent with bands that I've gotten into this year, or, you know, and which we'll get into more, or that, you know, I've I've seen, or I've heard about. Uh, so, that's cool. And two, um, my second other, like, initial first thought was second first thought. Listen <laughs> to that. Have another beer, Jason. Right. Is that it's there's not as many bands this year. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, you know, because quality is always better than quantity. Um so just right off the right off the top, I'm I'm pretty stoked about this lineup. Yeah, I think I'm the the same, you know, it's always, you know, as time goes on, you get closer, you have more time to like say, well, I like, I like 12 of these bands and don't like 18, you know, yeah. I haven't, I haven't yeah. counted that kind of thing. But for me, it, I always seem to have the same reaction as it's like, man, there's some bands on here I really, really love. There's some yes. bands on here I really, really hate. There's a bands on here I like, bands on here I don't care about. And it's always seems to be about the same for me. But this time, I think when I look at it overall... It seems like a pretty strong lineup just for your general rock and heavy metal audience. It does, exactly. Because it, it covers yeah. the bases on hard rock and heavy metal. Exactly. In the mainstream. So. And, and, and I have the ability to know that I don't like every band on the bill. Right. 
But it's always been that way. Yes, it's outside all, of maybe yeah, the it's always been that way. And it doesn't matter if if I don't like every band on the bill. You have to know what you know. You know you have to be in touch with what the people like and what's going to draw. Right. And I think that this lineup has that power. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. Jumping into the main thing, as always, is who are the headliners? And I think I remember saying this when we did our reaction two or three years ago that I can't even remember. I should have looked this up, but like this is an instant reaction, folks. So we don't have this data with us. Yes. One of these things I said, hey, I like all three headliners and usually I never do. Yeah. <laughs> and outside of maybe the first year when it was, you know, glam metal. And even then I didn't because Vince Neil was a headliner. Yeah. But, and um, there's no way you can like that. <laughs> I mean, if you're right. you know, a self-respecting rock fan. Right. I said it. I don't give a shit. There's three headliners on this festival that I like. And I'm not saying that I, there was a point where I loved all three of these bands. Mm-hmm. And now I'm pretty indifferent to all three of them, actually, even though I will never not love Ozzy with all my heart. I get that. No, I totally but get it. I'm glad all three of these bands are here since I like their music on a broad scale, you know? Yeah. All three are good live bands. You know, for the most part, Ozzy's had times where he wasn't. But, you know, that's just my instant take on that. But the main thing overall is Ozzy is a big get for Rocklahoma. Definitely. He, I think this is the only, at least so far, of all the American festivals that announced, he hasn't been on any of them. He's been on some the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but he's not on any this year. And Rock yes, Home always yeah, seems yeah. to to do that. Yeah. You know, they always bring in someone that's not on the other fests, at least that year, you know. Exactly. So, and as far as the other two go, you know, like we said, 10 years in of the the lineup where it's a, you know, the broad lineup. And every year I've always been surprised Shinedown hasn't been there because they're exactly, that was one thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. Perfect fit for this festival. Yep. And they've got a big fan base in Oklahoma. They come to Tulsa and Oklahoma city all, you know, every single tour they do. Exactly. And, you know, so it's kind of surprising it took this long. That's right. You know, disturbs kind of the same way they've been there before, but I think this will only be their second time. Yeah. So it's good to have, Two headliners who have never been on this festival once, and then one headliner that's only been there one other time. Yeah, then that was that was something I, I agree with you totally, and that was something I was going to say was, you know, kudos to Rocklahoma and AEG for getting Ozzy and Shine Down. Uh, like you just said, two two acts that haven't been there before. Um, who and it's crazy they haven't been there before. Yeah, you know, in the pantheon of bands that have done it. You know, it was just a matter of time. Right. And Rocklahoma's always tended to have that one headliner that fit the bill as far as the old school audience where Rocklahoma came from with those first three festivals. Mm-hmm. And Ozzy obviously fits that bill as and as well being a, an artist that crosses over to the mainstream with yeah. everybody. Because it doesn't matter what style of rock or metal you like. You probably like Ozzy. Exactly. There's some people that don't, but it's a pretty minuscule amount. You know? And Zach fucking Wild's going to be there. Right. So there you go. What's not to like about that? Yeah. Zach making his return to Rocklahoma. He's been there with Black Label Society and with Zach Sabbath. That's right. Speaking of Zach Sabbath, two thirds of it will be on stage because mm-hmm. Blasco will be there as well. 
That's right. Some kind of surprise, actually, that Zach Sabbath isn't on the bill since you already got him and Blasco there. That's kind of, yeah, when when I first saw this, I kind of thought, well, yeah, you know, but yeah, well, hey, you know, whatever happens, happens, however they got to do it. Right. But yeah, so good right off the bat. I think both our opinions are, it's a strong triple headliner. Yes, it is. With it the, really with is. With the highlight of Ozzy being a band that, I mean, an, an act that... The majority of people at Rocklahoma are going to be really happy that he's there. Yeah. And, and like I say, you know, Disturbed and Shine Down for me personally right. aren't my thing. But that does not matter. I know that in a headlining scope and in a draw, that's what you want. So I'm glad they got those guys, and it's definitely needed. Yeah. I've Like I said, I used to absolutely love both those bands. And, I, you know, Shine Down, their last couple albums haven't really done much for me but they're still okay. a great live band i'll still be happy to see them yeah disturbs kind of the same way but mm -hmm. i watched them last time they were there so gotcha all right going to the line two we've got four bands that have been there before of course but they're all four bands that have a strong following which is what this festival wants which you, you need know? and the first band bush is i know one of your favorites yeah if by favorites you mean top five or ten least favorite bands of all time yeah <laughs> You, well, you know how I feel about them. Yeah, I know you like them. I guess. Well, no. See, I, and here I remember and you used to not like them. I and, and here you saw them live and liked them, and I. And here's not where to cut you off, but no, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna say I've seen them <laughs> multiple times now, and they are a good live band. Yes, but there's other good live bands out there I could give two shits about, and I don't. True. I'm not gonna slag them and say they're bad live. I love Motley Crue's music. But Vince Neil's horrible live. On exactly. the flip side of that, exactly. I hate Bush's music, but they're a good live band. So there you go. And and, and that is where that that and that's where we meet. It really is. I, and I'll tell you, this is my story. Um, I grew up hating Bush. I never liked any of their songs. It just it, and it and it wasn't like a thing where oh they suck. I fucking can't. They fucking talentless hacks. Whatever. You know, they don't, they don't fucking have hairspray or keyboard, so fuck them. <laughs> it was never anything like that. It just didn't, I just didn't, I didn't connect. And anytime I saw, you know, back in the day, when you'd see them live on MTV or whatever, they're always just staring at their shoes. And I'm like, I just want to go slip my wrists. This is <laughs> the worst. So, you know, when they came to Rocklahoma before, I was, you know, I was, uh, my ex, who, that's just about all I'm going to say about that, was a huge Bush fan. And I was like, all right, I'll go and watch Bush with you. Even though I didn't want to. And she sucks fucking dick. But anyways, and a lot of them, probably different ones. But anyways, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And... Their live show was way different than anything I'd heard about or seen on TV. They were all over the place. They were electric. They were alive. Um, I was super impressed. Gavin Rossdale runs way out into the crowd and gets, you know, gets in people's faces. I was pretty surprised. And I, I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm okay with Bush now. Well, Papa Roach does the same thing. and You're not okay with them. What? Don't you usually knock on them? No, I always said they, they're they're one of those bands where they, as much as some of their stuff bothered me, 
They've got a ton of songs that I thought were really cool and catchy. Okay, never mind. And I, I, I always liked seeing them at, I always liked seeing them at Rocklahoma. Yeah. So. There you go. So that's, that's our Bush section of the podcast, which we probably went too long. Right. And we should probably move on. Yeah. Why did we spend that much time? Even though I'm really not thrilled about the next band either, but tons are. So that's awesome. The next two bands, actually. Yeah, no shit. Um, see, they're in this moment. All right, after that is Steel Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steel Panther, which, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not even really jazzed about them anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of wearing, it's kind of, not wearing thin, but I'm just kind of over it. It's like, okay, you guys can play your instruments amazing. You're funny. Okay, what's next? Well, we we went through this whole period where but you I would used... never get the chance to see them, but then they actually made yeah. it to that mainstream level, so now you get the chance to see them live. And for the most part, the shtick live is the same thing. Yes. But they continue to put out albums that have quality songs on them, and you know, I'm always interested in seeing it because their songs, which are parodies, you know, not of any specific song, but of a genre as yeah. a whole are still better than 90% of the bands on this fucking lineup. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. But, you know, like you mentioned, people love Seether, people love In This Moment. I would rather be, you know, jammed a fucking steak knife in my ear hole than listen to either one of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Seether doesn't bother me that much, but In This Moment bothers the fuck out of me. Uh, yeah, I but can't, hey. I mean, I just, I just don't get, I get Seether. I can see where someone would like their shit. Yeah. But I just can't understand. I I don't know. And I, I don't give a fuck that we have a podcast and we need to be positive. <laughs> fuck all that in this moment. I just don't get it. And, you know, I don't know. I, I'd rather, I don't know, I'd rather hear one of my cats meowing for 12 hours straight than hear her sing. <laughs> it's like, I think Evanescence is the only band I would, I would take in this moment over. Well, I can't stand them. And, there you go. I'm just throwing that in there. And that's not because of her voice, because she can sing her ass off. I'll give her that. I just can't get into them. But we're not uh, talking about them. We're talking about in this moment, which is, I mean, I want to be out of this moment right now. Right. But like we said, they're, it's a strong draw for people. So there you go. Yes. Okay. One of the first things that jump out about this lineup, when you look at it on paper. Yes. Is that Seether and Jackal are pretty close to each other. Exactly. And wouldn't it be funny if they were right after each other like a couple of years ago? I would yeah. laugh my dick off. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, we don't need to go into all that. If you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with Rocklahoma. You yep. know the beef there that yep. Sean Morgan got his panties in a wad like a little baby girl. Yep. But And you know what? No, you know, I am going to go into it for a minute. I don't okay. give a fuck. It, Google it if you really want to get in-depth. But Jackal never went over there a lot of time. They do that as an act to get the crowd going, to say they're going to do it. Um, there was a problem. There was a technical difficulty when all that happened. Google it. He's been on Eddie Trunk. He's been on different podcasts and interviews. But um, pretty much, um, Seether sucks ass. So that's what you need to know. And Jackal didn't do anything wrong. And they're a better band. So, anyways, what was that again? Jackal's going to be at Rocklahoma. Jack, Jackalahoma, Jackalstock 2019. Jackalstock 2019. 
and I'm going to be there. Yeah, this is like what the f- probably the fifth time they played, which is yeah perfectly which fine with me as a repeat. The, it should be the thirteenth time they played. Yeah, I would have no problem. No, none, none. They are fucking. They are perfect addition to any festival. Yeah, and you know, I would be that guy in that meme sitting at the table. Jackal's a perfect addition to any festival. Prove me wrong. <laughs> right. I would be that I guess. guy. <laughs> Well, asking Alexandra is here as well. They fit the bill for the definitely, you know, John and the kids. I guess I don't know. The young kids are gonna like them. But then again, they've been around so long now that those kids have grown up. I don't know. I know but, that's what makes me feel like an asshole saying that. You know, but, but they were always that style of metal, that yeah. you know, whiny kitty metal. But like, but but we love Danny Warsnop. Yeah, you can't knock on him because yep. he's. A great vocalist, and he had a great side band. We are Harlot that played Rock Home a few years ago. And they're still going to do something. Are they? I, I've seen like little That's... Twitters or something. Okay, Little good. Twitters. Listen to me. <laughs> God damn. It's kind of like earlier. Are we going to do it in the FJ? <laughs> Fuck me. I said that wrong. But like what I'm saying is uh, Danny Warsnop is a great fucking vocalist. He can actually sing his ass off, and he's funny. So, you know, hey, this is great. I love it. Yeah, so a good strong draw there for yeah. Asking Alexandria all day, they're totally invited to the party for that style of metal. Yes, another one that I think, you know, you're gonna get a lot of people whining. Yeah, I know this ain't Rapplahoma, just like last year. Yep. But guess what? This ain't your Lahoma. This is everybody's Lahoma. Exactly. And it's not. It's one. It's one artist out of this whole fucking lineup. Exactly. And more so than even Machine Gun Kelly or whoever else was there. Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf. Tech Nine fits the bill as far as he does shows all the time with rock and metal bands. He and he has for twenty years. Yeah. This okay. isn't something new that he's trying to cross over. He has crossed over. He's he's the underground king of this style of whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you know what? You fucking 55-year-old dude out there with your mullet and your Bud Light Orange listening to KMOD, go fuck yourself. Realize that this is 2018. It's 2019. 2019. See? See, see, here's the thing. Is it's the beginning of the year, so I can still get away with doing that. Like when you write it out on your check back in the day, even though we don't have checks anymore. Yeah. This is 2019, and get with the fucking times. These festivals, it's competitive as shit out there. These festivals have to keep it diverse and draw as many people as they can. And young people right now are into the rock. They're into the rap. And, you know, the ones that are not into the rock, we need to get them into the rock. So if you want Tech 9 to be there, fuck, I'm all for it. Yeah. And he fucking hates Juggalos. So I'm definitely all for that. He hates Juggalos? Yeah. It's I thought like he a, was a fucking ju- I thought he always did shows with like ICP and stuff. Wasn't it one of the rappers like fucking hates Juggalos? Is it the see? This is I don't see. This him. is what I'm talking about. I might not know everything about this, but I'm still cool with him being there. Oh, so yeah. maybe I'm mistaken. But you know what? Whatever. We'll find out. We'll find out. Ask Melvin. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll hit up Melvin. Yeah. Melvin will know. Yeah. And you know what? We don't need to edit this out because I'm okay with being wrong. Oh yeah. Or maybe not knowing something. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about a band like this being here is I can learn something. Yeah. Wow. Open mind. Imagine that. <laughs> Mr. Mullet Man with your Bud Light Orange. Bud Light Orange. I didn't even know that was still here. Well, guess what? We're going from that to fucking Blackberry Smoke. I know. That's the fucking... That's the beauty of this thing. This ain't country Lahoma. This is this is rock Lahoma. This ain't country Lahoma. God damn it. 
Well, this again, is... hey, fifty-five-year-old dude with your fucking. <laughs> okay, I don't need. Okay, I'll stop going into that. But on the flip side, Blackberry Smoke is the perfect band from that style of music that could fit into they this could, crap. Yeah, yeah because. Yeah. You know, like we've mentioned on our Junkyard episode, which if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Just a couple weeks ago. They love Junkyard. They've opened for, Junkyard is open for Blackberry Smoke. This all fits together. And this is a great addition to the festival. Charlie Starr played on Frank Cannon from Tesla's solo album. Yeah, exactly. You know. If if you love Southern Rock, this is right up your goddamn alley. Yeah. They fall in, you know, they get thrown in that country category, but they're more Southern Rock. I agree. I think then they would be just flat out country. So that's why they work very well with this. I agree. So I'm, that's one of the, the instant ones that I'm really excited that's there. Oh, totally. All right. Buck Cherry. I used to, would be really happy that they're there. And I mean, I don't know if, if this is anything like last time they were Oklahoma, it's going to be a fucking shit show, Mm. but maybe it's not anymore. Who knows? Are you going to go check it out? No, probably not. Okay. Well, I've given up. I mean, the fact that Keith Nelson's not there, and the one time I saw him without him, it was a fucking dumpster fire. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't have any any desire to do it. And this is a, I'm saying this about a band that I, I would fucking defend to the end of the earth. In the back in the mm-hmm. day, when people are like, man, they fucking suck, and they throw them in with bands like, you know, fucking Nickelback, yeah, Nickelback, and, Nickelback default, and, and fucking Five Finger Death, Death Punch, whatever. And, shit. and and well, I don't care what you think. I'll still say that. Yeah. Like everyone always wants to want butt, butt cherry, excuse me, with all these half ass fucking diet rock fucking radio bands. And you just can't do it. Butt cherry are steeped in traditional rock and roll that makes you want to drink whiskey and fuck. And that's, you're not going to get any of that from fucking Breaking Benjamin or fucking Seether, Seether or any of that shit. And so, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of with you. You know, it's, they're not what they used to be, so I'm not as psyched. But I'll probably still go check it out because Buck Cherry's been such a thing with me, with us, for like the last 22, 23 years. Yeah. Beartooth, there's a, another band that's kind of underground and compared to the mainstream, but, yeah. you know... They're a big critical favorite and yes. pretty heavy, so I think that's that, a, that's that a good addition. Definitely. Because it, it's a good, uh, what do we call this, broad spectrum of what we've got going on here, especially when you see them right after Blackberry Smoke and Buck Cherry. Yeah. And then we've got the Mighty Seven Dust. Seven Dust? I mean, shit. You can't go wrong. No. This will be, I think, their third time, or no, fourth? Third, third or fourth. And they're welcome there, like you said. It seems they like should they be should be 13th. up a few rows, but whatever. Oh, we say that every time about yeah. them and the band that, that we're about to say. You know, they, they should be higher than they are, but yeah, I'm just glad they're here, I guess. You know, and John Conley from Seven Dust was on this podcast. Yes, he was. As well, way back, and we saw him here just a few months ago, open for Clutch. This band is as good a live band as there is when it comes to heavy metal, so check them out. Exactly. Very happy about that. Also very happy about Blackstone Cherry. Same way. They should be higher, but we've went on that rant many times. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to hear it again. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I almost want to go into it, but I already went into the whole Bush thing. I'm not going to go into this. You did the Blackstone Cherry rant. When was that? It was when we did our best of 2018. Yeah. Just I mean, a couple it's weeks just, ago. You know, it's just fucking stupid that people aren't into this band as much as they are. 
But anyways, next, which is another band we're super, super psyched about. Yeah, Avatar. Yeah. Glad that they're back. They are another band that probably should be higher by now, but... I think so. You never know. When when you talk about Avatar or Seven Dust, they could throw a curveball and put them headlining the, the side stage this year or something. True. You know? They fucking rule. Definitely. Not just on record, but live. Seen which, them now a few times. Yeah, okay. which you have. I haven't. You've never seen them once? No, not even once. Okay. And I... Don't roll your eyes. No, I'm not. I'm happens. just like, I couldn't remember that. I was just thinking you had. <laughs> no, I still have not seen them at all, and okay. I'm looking very forward to it. Um, I've I've heard all the stories, and so um, I'm looking forward to this one for sure. Johannes, the lead singer, was yes. on this podcast. That's right. So look that one up. It's a very cool one. The Mighty Avatar from Sweden. All right, we've also got Fever 333, which... I could give two shits about, but I know a lot of people seem to like this band, so more oh, power you, to it. Oh, have you heard them? Yeah, I've heard a couple songs, and they're just... Not a fan? It's just second-rate rap rock. Oh, okay. See... To I, me. See, it was one of, they're one of those bands that I think they were going to be a louder than life. Yeah. And I looked them up because I was like... One day, I was like, oh, some of these bands I never heard of. Let me look them up. But I, I couldn't remember... You know, that got canceled, whatever. Right. I couldn't remember what they were, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, I've heard them on Sirius, and okay, I okay. usually make about 30 seconds if I'm lucky. I see. Not I see. even that, but... Fair Lita, enough. Lita Ford. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, very cool. Haven't yeah. seen her in since 2012. Really? Oh, when she opened for Def Leppard? Yes. Yeah. Which was a present from you. That's right. And Tracy, thank you very much. As part of your... Your formal wedding. Oh, God. List. Yeah, yeah. Why you got to bring that up again? <laughs> but, hey, that was uh, it was cool to finally see her, and it's cool to see her again. Yeah, there's always a few of the the acts from the 80s era mm-hmm. at Rocklahoma, because that's what it was founded upon. Yes. And from what I hear, she will be on the DMV processing stage. Nice, nice. So, we'll look for that when the lineup is officially, or the the time slots are officially announced. Of course. So very cool. And then we've also got Ace Freely, which yes. is another one that falls right into that category. I know. He has actually been, well, Lita Ford's been at Rockland before as well. And Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's Ace right. Freely has as well. He was there the second, I believe it was the second year. Yeah, he was. And, he? you know, put on a great show. I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've seen him since then. No. But... I don't so, think I've ever seen a solo set from Ace Freely. Yeah, because I think when he played, I wasn't there that one year. Yeah, I think he, I think he played the Sunday and I, I, there I, I split. Yeah, yeah, after all that, all the weather madness. Yeah, it was the second year. At whenever all that shit happened. Oh, definitely. Okay, so next. Okay. <laughs> this this is going to be interesting. I will say, with everything here, Ozzy, Seven Dust, Jackal, all these bands, I love. Avatar. When I saw this lineup, the thing that made me like almost drop my phone <laughs> was Wheeler Walker Jr. We all Wheeler. And I just, I'm just like, what? Like Blackberry Smoke was kind of a surprise, but didn't shock me. But Wheeler Walker shocked the fuck out of me. Yes, it did. And it's yeah. not that it doesn't fit because it's this is straight up fucking country, it, but yeah. it fits because of the style of what it is. Exactly. It's it's straight up fucking. There. Let's not make. Let's not. Mince any words here. 
it's straight up outlaw country. It's country through and through. But you've got songs, you know, called Fuck You Bitch. Um, what are some of the other ones? I, I mean, it's eating just... Eating pussy, kicking ass. Eating pussy and kicking ass. Um, what, there's there's a song he said about what sucking his dad's dick or some crazy yeah. shit. His new album has a song called Anal in the Dishes. See? I mean, talking about we don't get out much, but now we just do anal and wash the dishes. Why not? So basically, this guy is the country version of Steel Panther. Yes, this is exactly what it is. It's a It's a country Steel Panther. There's nothing off limits as far as the things this guy will say. Yeah, he will say anything. And there's no way you can be like, who's this guy? Fuck this guy. Well, no, fuck you. You go Google him, go look him up, and you will laugh your ass off, and you'll be like, I can't wait to see this guy at Rocklahoma. There are three albums now. His third album just came out towards the end of 2018, mm-hmm. World War Three. But yeah, so three albums worth of material. He... I mean, hell, last year, he, last summer, he toured opening up for Kid Rock. Yes. So he's used to playing in front of rock audiences now. Exactly. Before that, he was, I know he was doing a lot of his own stuff and playing with some country artists. But, so yeah, this for me just shocked the hell out of me and I'm super happy. It's going to be great. Yeah. I know, man, but this ain't fucking country, Lahoma. What the fuck? This is bullshit. <laughs> I want my rock, Lahoma. I want my five-finger death punch. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Where's my Bud Light? Bud Light. They don't have Bud Light free anymore in the VIP. I'm not going to spend my money. (laughs) Fuck this. (laughs) By God. I like God smack. Anyway, New Year's Day. So, like, so, like, what do you listen to? Who who do you like? I like God smack. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, who are you influenced by? God smack. That. Sorry, I just stick that in there. I'll explain right. that on another episode. Right. New Year's Day falls yeah. into that, you know, what, Asking Alexandria kind of lane, I think. I, I have no idea. I look but to I think you. A, I look to you because I've never heard them. I know there's a female singer, but that's all I know. I looked them I up years ago because they, they were on tour opening for someone that I was going to see. Mm-hmm. And I ended up not seeing them, so it didn't matter. But I okay. remember not not really being into it. And okay. I'm just saying that based off of two or three years ago. I don't even remember. Okay. So I'll give them another shot before the festival. Yeah. Same with, you know, who's that? I didn't, we didn't even mention Payal Royale. I've seen that name, but I don't really know anything oh, about I've him. never even heard of him. Yeah. But next is Bad Wolves. I mean, yeah. how Doc Coyle from Bad Wolves has been on this podcast. That's right. Look that one up. Yes, definitely. Bad Wolves really made a name for themselves in the past year or so. Yeah. And they're, I mean, fuck, they're, they're awesome, so and they've been touring their ass off for the yes. past year, and they deserve everything they fucking get. Yeah, yeah. They if all you know is their cover of Zombie, and you're like, man, I'm tired of that. Just like I was tired of Disturbed's cover. We don't give a shit. No, look up their fucking album yeah. and listen to it. This band is a flat out fucking balls out metal band. Yeah, and they are fucking great. Blast beats on the radio. All I'm gonna say. Yeah, and this this is basically like a super group of guys exactly from, from bands that like. Should have been bigger than they were. Yeah, you know? you've got Tommy Vexed from, he was in Snot. He was in uh, Divine Heresy. Right. God Forbid, or Doc Hoyle was in God Forbid. Uh, and um, the drummer, his name escapes me. John Brocklin. That's right. From, was from Devil Driver. Right. So, I mean, this is going to bring you the heavy. So, deal with it. Yeah, so very glad they're there. They're there. 
they're there. The Glorious Sons. I mean, that's going to be great. I mean, yeah. here's a band. If you like, you know, Rival here's Sons. Band. Uh, yeah, here, you sound like here's John a band. No, no, Chris Collinsworth, right? Just kidding. Okay, <laughs> right. sorry. Um, here, no, here's a band. Yes, I said it. Like, if you like Rival Sons, Greta Van Fleet, Monster Truck, uh, you know, Inglorious, if that's your jam, Glorious Sons are right up your alley. You're going to love it. Yeah, so that that's very cool. Light the Torch is right up there at the top of my list of the instant reaction of, like, totally. who I'm most excited to yeah, see. Yeah, that was badass. Top three, probably, of yeah. bands I'm excited to see. Light the Torch features Howard Jones, formerly of Killswitch Engage. Yep. They've also got three albums out now. Yes. And they kick ass. Their yep. album from last year is fucking great. So... That I'm extremely, extremely, extremely happy about that one. I'm hoping that they're not, you know, they're probably going on at three in the afternoon, but hey, at least they're there, I guess. We'll take it. Yeah. Then we've got Alien Weaponry. Which I think is great. I was hoping that something like this would be on here. Yeah. Um, you know, New Zealand. They're from New Zealand. They're kids. They're like 17, if that 18 or what? Yeah, know. their album is primal. It's heavy. It, it's... It gives me like, you know, Sepultura Roots era, early Soulfly vibes in a good way. Not because, I mean, the whole, the, the culture is totally different, but just that sound and that feeling you get when you hear it, their, their record gives me. Um, so, I mean, you know, and, and they sing a lot of their stuff in their native ancient language from, you know, where their ancestors came from. Um, that's a whole story. Google it. Yeah. This is going to be a great addition, and I can't wait to see this band. Yeah, we talked about them quite a bit on totally. episode yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. Yeah, just really looking forward to, to seeing them live and, and how good they are live. Seeing them on YouTube, and they sound good. So. Yes, yes. Um, next up is Hyro the Hero. I don't know what you know about them. I That's another band I've seen the name, but I've, I, I don't think I've heard them. Well, they're another one of those... Oh, they're going to be at Louder Than Life. Let me check this out. Are they from Canada? I can't remember. Okay. And you know what? Maybe this is something. Maybe I should Google it while we're doing this. I don't know. But I think it's a uh, another rap deal. Oh, okay. But I don't know for sure. So, you know, that, that could be something that everyone's, you know, into. Well, that's fine. This is an instant reaction. We don't have to know everything. Yes, we don't have to know anything. You know, we can get into this <laughs> later. We're just kind of... Off the top of our heads. Yeah. Then we've got Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. And Which, this is one we know for sure kicks yes, ass live. This, Yeah, we know for sure we're going to love these guys. Kind of, again, I mean, if you like the whole Monster Truck Rival Sons thing, this is, you know, this is amped up blues rock in your face. Tyler Bryant can sing his ass off. Um, he looks the part. He can play guitar like a motherfucker. Um, Brad Whitford from Aerosmith, his son's in the band. So this is the pedigree you're working with. So that's what you're going to deal with with this band. Um, we saw them open for Seven Dust and Clutch at Cannon right. Ballroom. You're not going to be disappointed. This is a band to see. You can't miss them. Yeah, if you're on tour with Cl Clutch, especially, yeah. and Seven Dust. You don't suck. Yeah, you've got to be at some level of it, great. Exactly. You have to bring it. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, really excited that they're there. I said it again. They're there. But anyway, <laughs> Dirty Honey, I'm not familiar with. No clue. I've checked them out. We'll look Just that saying, up. you know, yeah. off the top of our heads episode. Right. Bear with us. Strutter, a Kiss tribute band. 
That's cool. Why not? Gotta love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd rather see Strutter than, you know, Kiss, who is another Kiss tribute band, (laughs) that you gotta pay fucking $800 for a ticket, you know, or if you wanna get a stage played guitar with a strap, it's like $20,000, which that's a thing. Google it. Hey, if someone buys it, more power to Kiss. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So Strutter will be just fine with me. Yeah. All right, Bisto Blanco. This one's really cool. I'm really glad to yes, see that definitely. they're there. Why do I keep saying they're there? I'm well, pissed. you know, I can't stop. I can't, you know, it's like you know, ladies and gentlemen, he is as God made him. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> you know, this is what I have to deal with every day. Right. Bisto Blanco features Chuck Garrick. Yes, and Calico Cooper, Alice Cooper's daughter. Yeah, Chuck Garrick is the bass player for Alice Cooper. This is a great band. They were actually in Tulsa this past July, brought yes. to you by our sponsor, DED Concerts. Of course, who we love. We do. And so very happy to see Bisto Blanco as part of Rocklahoma. And we actually played a song, was it last episode, with a vulture wake, which features the drummer. Of course. Of Bisto Blanco. Exactly. So tying that all together. But I know... I'm not sure about Bisto Blanco, but they're probably... They might be on the DB processing stage. But I know the rest of these bands that we're about to list are. Yeah. You've got a couple bands, Ratchet Dolls and First Strike, that have been on a lot of Rocklahomas. Yes. They've built an audience out there as well as, you know, everywhere. But they've they've got a strong following. So that's a, two great bands that I'm glad to see back. you got Mike DiPetrillo up on the drums again, I'm sure. That's right. First Strike. And then we've got... Mud Flux, who we mentioned up front. Yeah, we played our last episode. We played them, yeah. Played their song. They'll be open for Saxon. Yes. In Tulsa. And they'll be out here in Rocklahoma. And I believe this is their first time. I don't think they played last year. Okay. I'm not positive, but that's my thing, I guess. And then the Midnight Devils here. Of course. I'm extremely happy about this. Yes. This is one of my favorite bands that I've ever discovered at Rocklahoma. Of course. We discovered... 3D in your face, what, probably three or four years ago now? Yes, sir. They played a couple years in a row, and then Midnight Devils played last year. Yeah. And they're back again this year. This band is flat out just party rock, glam rock, hard rock. It's like... Over the top. Like Steel Panther, but more serious. Yes. Not really, you know? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I I see what you mean. But the musicians... Yeah, we've had these guys on the podcast. I mean... Yeah, it's like mixing glam rock and punk rock. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, and the musicianship is on point, and they're great dudes. We've had them on there a couple times now. Exactly. I'm sure we'll have them back soon enough. I hope so. Yeah. So, seriously, look up the Midnight Devils and 3D in your face if you're not familiar with them. Then we've got Dead Metal Society making their return. You, 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 you can't you can't complain about Dead Metal Society. Yeah. They bring it every time. Yeah, they are a band that covers acts from the 80s. And 90s, whether it be your glam and also your heavier stuff like Maiden and Metallica. Yes. And they do a fantastic job. They're one of the best bands you'll see. Rocket Science is another band along those lines. Yeah. That'll cover all that stuff. Got a fantastic stage show, fantastic presence. And Jana just got a Sinister Gates Schechter uh, guitar. Really? Like, it just she just put it on Facebook today, and it's fucking sweet. Nice. Um, I suck. I can't remember what they call the guitar, but it's a Sinister Gates Avenged Sevenfold model. Okay. And it's awesome. 
And I think she even put up a video of her trying it out. So, I mean, check that out. You know, Rocket Science down for five fans. Check that out. Yeah. And speaking of them, down for five is also back. Exactly. Exactly. That features Jana and Scott from Rocket Science. Of course. This is their original band that, as we mentioned earlier, is also opening up for Saxon. Yeah. They're a fantastic metal band out of the Tulsa area. So look them up as well if you're not familiar with them. Driver. Driver. You know, we don't need to go over Driver. You all know. We've had them on multiple, multiple times. I think Deep Trill has been on here a total of five times. Uh, Yes, we love all those guys, and they always put on a great show. Yes. Then we've got Poster Child, another area band that's a cover band as well. Yes. good. And I'm not familiar with Charlie Bonnet 3. And the Falcon Gassholes, but I want to see them just based off the name. Yeah, that is one of the coolest <laughs> names in the world. And we're going to look into the, that band and get back to you guys. Right. And uh, I'm going to go on the record as saying they're probably going to kick ass. Right. Uh, same with Preacher Stone. Don't know anything about them. We're going to get into that and see what's going on. And that's another. That's a cool name. That too. is a cool fucking name. Yep. I want to get some songs from these guys and play them on the show for you guys. DeepThunderUnderground at gmail.com if you're listening. That's right. Then we've got the Normandies. The Normandies. Can't go wrong. We talk about these guys almost every single episode. That's right. 205 times now, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a few here and there where we didn't. Because if there's one thing we love more than our metal and our hard rock, it's our fucking punk rock. And the Normandies give you that in spades. That's right. And uh, they're the premier band for that around here. And um, they're never, never a bad time. Hell, I listened to them at work the other day. Yeah. So really looking forward to seeing them back. I know they played the Axis stage, I think it was the year before last. Of course. And then we've got Blackout. Yes. You need to look up. Yeah, that's I'm not another sure. one. This probably isn't a Scorpions tribute, but <laughs> if it is, that's cool. If it's not, then that's cool as well. Okay. Then we've got Doxy, another band that we've talked about a lot recently. Yes. Because we need to throw in another mention. The Music to Men Mikey Benefit, if you're in the Oklahoma area, this Saturday night, January 19th, at the Shrine, the drummer for Doxy, Mikey Hernandez, was in an accident, lost one of his hands, Yeah, and so they're having a benefit to help him raise money. There's going to be raffles, uh, auctions, all that great stuff, all the money in the door. Exactly. And and let's not... And Doxy's a great band. Too. And let's not forget to mention something. You go check out Doxy's social medias. Mikey is behind the kit. They've got video of him playing already. You know, um, you know, makes me think of that Dennis Leary thing. You know, John Wayne. Ah, take, take, take both my lungs. I don't fucking need them. (laughs) He's like, take one of my hands. I don't fucking need it because he fucking kicks ass at the drums and they're going to play Rocklahoma and it's going to be badass. That's right. All right. We've got. The one band we have mentioned many times is Grind because yes. they announced that at the uh, the L.A. Gun Show recently okay. that they were going to play. Um, so really happy about that because these guys are great. They've played Rocklahoma on the Axis stage. They've played Jaeger. The other campground stage is Dark Side. But to be here on the DMB processing stage, super happy about this. Yes, it's time. Yeah. They deserve it. They They know it. They own it. Um, it, it, it's the next logical step. This That's is right. a premier band in this town. 
if you like good swampy stomping hard rock this this is where it's at grind will not let you down and um they're they're gonna kick ass at this stage it's gonna be great that's right and again they deserve it solidify is another band that i'm really happy to see here yes they are a band that more people need to hear and this is a great venue for more people to hear them because oh, if they're definitely. playing inside the gates on this stage this is the type of band that you can look at the the top of the lineup shine down disturbed ozzy if you like any of those three bands you're gonna love solidify yeah if you it, like fucking jackal or you know seether you're gonna fucking like solidify it, like they they cross a lot of lines they cross all that and they fit right in between you know, all of it, you know? it, it like i said earlier if you're that guy Listening to KMOD that's 55 with a mullet and the Bud Light Orange. Or if you're like a kid that loves Seether and Bad Wolves, Solidify, you're gonna love. They, 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 they straddle all that. They do it professionally and they do it the right way. And you gotta think about it. Last year they're at Dark Side. This year they're, they're inside the doors and that's the progression you want. It's great. Definitely. All right. Is that everything? I think it is. So you're not going to mention Zen Hipster? Well, I was going to let you do that oh, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm humble. You're just, just, look, just push it to the side. I'm humble as fuck. So <laughs> Zen Hipster is the final band to mention here on the list. Also on the D and D processing stage. Yes. If you're not familiar, this guy sitting next to me is the rhythm guitarist for said band. Exactly. They debuted in the mid '90s and made their return actually at our. Thunder Underground Fest in 2018 in October. There's their first show back in about five and a half, six years. Mm -hmm. And even before that, you guys had only done a couple shows here and there. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to be playing at Rocklahoma. You're here on the same fest, on the same uh, flyer as Ozzy Osbourne. It, which is great. It's it's an insane honor. Yeah. And, you know, we are, this is not, the gravity of this is not lost on us. We are very grateful, very thankful um, you know, we started out in the nineties. We didn't release, you know, we were young. We didn't gig out till the late nineties and early two thousands. Um, and here's the thing we well, go ahead. Well, no, you guys were a band <laughs> in the late nineties and early two thousands. They kind of fit in, but at the same time, kind of didn't because everything that was going on then, like you always say, we didn't have a DJ or a rapper. You're exactly right. <laughs> and it was hard for us. Yeah. And we, we did the best we could in Tulsa at that time because in the late 90s and early 2000s, around here, if you didn't, and you know what, if I'm wrong, someone out there correct me, but, you know, in, in, in the mark of trying to do something mainstream in this town, originally speaking, original music, if you didn't have a DJ or a rapper, I mean, we were looked down upon. They looked down our noses at us. Wow, you guys sound like Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and later era, era Aussie. Well, get that the fuck out of here. Right. We need, we need you to sound like Limp Biscuit and fucking Papa Roach and Corn. So that was really tough for us. And, um, so, you know, that just went the way it did. Um, and, uh, so back in, oh, I'd say, what would we say five, six years ago, we got back together for, I mean, we've always, always been friends, but we, you know, we, we got back together for a benefit for a friend 
and we did a warm up gig for that gig. So we did two gigs, probably what in what 2012, 2013. Yeah. And we hadn't done anything since probably like for 10 years at that point. And we haven't done any, you know, the Thunder Underground Fest this past October. We hadn't done anything in like five years. And, you know, that was a great response. So we've kind of kicked it up a little bit and we're going to do some gigs, you know, every few months. And this is one of them that we were lucky enough to get. So we're definitely going to run with it and uh, we're going to kick some ass. Yeah. And going off that sound, I think your guys sound fits well into today's climate. So in that something, it kind of comes back around. Yeah. So there you go. That's our wasn't really quick, but our initial reaction, you know, seeing the lineup, laying out what we thought, you know, like you said, you know, as the months go on, you know, we'd have more time to really say, oh, this is the second best lineup of all time or the 15th or whatever out of 13. That doesn't make sense. But you know what I'm saying? Just a quick lay down of what we think, you know, we, we think it's three good headliners, a strong lineup that like Rocklahoma tends to usually do has a, a broad spectrum of what's you know out there whether it's really heavy bands like Light the Torch or Alien Weaponry or mm-hmm. Beartooth you know the bands that hit specific audiences like New Year's Day and Asking Alexandria yeah you know the throwback stuff like Alice Cooper and Jackal I mean Alice Cooper sorry Ace Freely <laughs> and Jackal and Lita Ford wouldn't and, that be cool though yeah that's another one I'm always been surprised it hasn't been there. Yeah. Alice yeah. Cooper. I'm surprised Sammy Hagar hasn't, even though he has with Chicken Foot, but I mean, on a solo. Tip. Totally. Well, anyway, and, you know, he, he, 13 he, years in and Ugly Kid Joe still hasn't fucking been there. Well, anyway, you know, one day. He, he, here's the thing. You know, in the coming months, you know, these bands that we didn't know a lot about, we're going to fucking do our homework, you know, and we'll know a lot about them. And, right. you know, we'll pass it on to you guys. And also, you know, a lot of these bands are around here that are going to play. We want to have these guys on again. So we're going to do that. And, uh, you know, now you've got our reaction. So we want to hear your reaction. You know, hit us up. You know, we're going to post this, comment, uh, email us. Uh, the right. email address is? TheThunderUnderground at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to hear all your opinions, you know. We'll read it on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Hit us up there or any of the socials. And uh, if you're listening on YouTube, comment right there. Yeah, definitely. If you're listening, you found this through SoundCloud or on Facebook, comment right there as well. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we want. Yeah. And while you're doing it, subscribe to YouTube, follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that great stuff. TheThunderUnderground.com is the website. We've got t-shirts, shot glasses, koozies, all that great stuff. And like we said, 200 previous episodes, we mentioned several people playing this festival that we've had on. We've also had on Gene Simmons from KISS, Bruce Kulik, Dave Elfson from Megadeth, Chris Broderick, formerly Megadeth. We didn't mention off the top Shinedown, Jason Todd, the original guitarist, has been been on on this podcast. That's right. And we've had on guys from Drowning Pool, Battlecross, Tesla, Dokken, Warrant, which, Sons of Texas. Which a lot of these guys have been at Rocklahoma. Yeah. Pretty much every band I just mentioned has. Yeah. 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 Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we mentioned Saxon up front. Biff Byford's been on here. Tommy Victor from Prong. A huge long list. So go check it all out at soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground 
or at the website, thethunderunderground.com. Exactly. And, and if you're listening to this like the day or two it came out this week, episode 206 will feature the Black Dahlia murder. Yes. We've got Trevor, the lead singer on here. And then coming next week, we've got Clint Wells, who is half of Metal Up Your Podcast. Yep. We'll have him on along with our Metallica review from the Metallica show in Tulsa on January 18th. That's right. He, he, Clint does a, uh, yeah, the Metal Up Your Podcast, which is an all Metallica podcast. We're going to have a whole Metallica extravaganza. We're going to go over our review of it. Um, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be cool. That's right. And I'm super amped, super geeked, because they're my favorite band in the whole world. So I'm glad to get to see them again. Hell yeah. All right. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground.